Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. At SLRC, they understand your dream to move. Moving up, moving on, moving your body, moving mountains. SLRC can help you find the focus to define your finish line. As a top 10 run shop in America, they use their 25 years of experience to provide custom shoe fit analysis and offer a premium assortment of footwear and workout essentials. Locally owned, locally operated. SLRC is movement inspired. Visit saltlakerunning.com to schedule your shoe fitting today. Hosts of Eden, written and performed by Jay McFarland. Episode 9, Origins. Last time on Hosts of Eden, Marion and Mason were betrayed by Andrew Scott and lured into a confrontation with the imposter president. Just before they were killed, they were rescued by a man named Abe who somehow knows everything about what's going on. Then he admitted to them that he indeed was from another planet. But then he shocked them both by saying that Marion and Mason were not from Earth either. So again, we find them in Abe's living room. And he is in the process of explaining to them what is going on. You're not exactly from Earth either, Abe says. Okay, okay, Marianne says. Now you're really freaking me out. What are you talking about? Well, you see, Abe explains, none of us are from Earth. I mean humans. Or what makes us human. We're all from another planet. Johnny Mason is more and more confused. What do you mean, what makes us human? Abe goes on, our consciousness, you know, our self-awareness, the thing that makes us different from the animals. We call it a scion. You might call it a soul. That part comes from somewhere else. Marianne and Mason can't believe what they're hearing. Abe continues, our kind, our species was forced to leave our world thousands of years ago. And after a long search, we found Earth and we found humans or the Homo sapiens on Earth as a suitable carrier or host, as we call it. Wait a minute, Marion says. 
why don't we remember where we come from? And you do. Well, Abe goes on to explain, it's like this. There were two of us sent in advance to make sure that all of the others arrive safely. Me and that man you met earlier today. That guy, you know, the imposter inside the president. Or you may know him by another name, Kane. Every time Marion thinks she can't be surprised, she is surprised. Wait, you're telling me that his name is Kane, that you and him were the first two to come to Earth, and your name is Abe, or is that Abel? <laughs> this is just getting more and more bizarre. Abe can tell that this information is really hard to process, and he understands. He says, let me, let me explain it from the beginning, at least what I know. He says, our kind, the Scions, we needed a new home. When we found Earth, we devised a new method to send the Scions, our kind, here. It requires a special device that would receive each one of us and then assign each individual to a human newborn baby on Earth. The device also removes the memory of the home planet from the Scion so that it grows up believing that it's natural to this planet. But two of us were given immunity from the effects of the memory wipe. And we were charged with making sure that Genesis was protected and that it stays operational. Wait a minute, Marion says, Genesis, what's that? That's the name of the device, Abe responds. It not only receives the new soul or consciousness, remember we call it a scion, it transfers the scion of a dying human into that of another newborn baby, erasing its memory again so it can start over anew, thus keeping the scions alive in perpetuity. The memories are not completely removed either in that they leave shadows of a previous life, you know, wisdom, strengths, weaknesses. This allows the scion to progress over time. Okay, wait a minute, Johnny Mason says. Back up a second. <laughs> this is a lot to take in. What planet are we from? Why were we forced to leave? And where is that planet? Abe shakes his head. All I can tell you is that our home was called Eden. My memory of Eden was taken from me as well. I can't tell you where it is or what it's like, why we were forced to leave, or even if it's still there. All I can tell you is that our kind continue to arrive from somewhere. So where is this Genesis device, Marion asks. Well, I'm not sure about that exactly, Abe responds. You see, that's the whole problem. 
At first, Cain and I worked together to protect Genesis. But at some point, he started to realize that he could use the device to gain power by transferring himself into the bodies of world leaders and celebrities. One day I returned to where we kept the device and it and Cain were gone. I've been working ever since to find it and stop him. Marion asks, what does he want with the president? Why is he trying to start a war? I don't know exactly, Abe responds. At first, he was just looking for power. But over the last few hundred years, there's no clear reason for what he has done. And millions have died as a result. I believe he has lost his mind. Wait, millions? Marion asks. Yes, Abe says, millions. You know, Hitler... Osama bin Laden, that's just to name a few of his latest hosts. Okay, okay, enough, Mason says. Enough with the history lesson. How do we stop this guy and get the real president back into the White House? Abe responds, well, that is easier said than done. First, we need to find Genesis. Then we need to lure Cain to wherever Genesis is. Then we have to make the transfer. And we have to make sure that he can't transfer into someone else and start this all over again. That's why I didn't want you to kill him, Marion, at the compound. Otherwise, we would have lost him. How do we do all that, Marion asks. Well, the first thing Abe says... We have to remove the thing that protects us from having our memory wiped. He holds out his wrist. On it, they see a strange symbol, like a tattoo. But it's raised above the skin and has kind of a copper-like metallic hue. It's a sword wrapped in flames. Abe explains, this is what ensures that when Cain or me die, that we are transferred into another host and we retain our memory. Cain has one just like it, only it's a cherub. If he's killed while it's still in his arm, he'll just transfer into another body that Genesis deems is not being used adequately. We have to remove this from his arm before we transfer the president back into his body. Then, Cain will enter the body of a newborn host and simply become like every other human with a normal life. Marion and Mason cannot believe what they are hearing, but at least it's a plan of action. So Johnny Mason asks, how do we find the Genesis device? Well, Abe says, in my mind, honestly, it has to be at the compound we were just at. Why would he lure us to a place where he's hiding the device, Marion asks. Isn't that a little bit risky? Actually not, Abe explains. 
he figured you guys knew nothing about it, so there was no risk. He was just going to kill you and move on. Why didn't he just use the Genesis device to transfer us into new hosts, as you call them, Mason asked. Isn't that easier than taking the risk of being seen and killing us? Abe explains, I'm not sure he knew anything about you until today. It appears that he set up this perpetual trap just in case anyone was on to him. The internet videos of Mr. Scott are a lure to attract anyone who may be suspecting something. Then he lets Kane know and Mr. Scott brings whoever it is for Kane to assess. And then Mr. Scott brings whoever falls into the trap to Kane for Kane to figure out how they found out what was going on. In fact, that's how I found you guys. I was watching the comic book store to figure out if there was some connection to Mr. Scott and Kane. But the imposter, Kane, knew all about us when we got to the compound, Marion says. That's another reason why I think Genesis is there. It not only allows for the changing and assignment of scions into different hosts, it can also be used to view any hosts that are alive at the time. After Andrew Scott called the president, or Kane, I'm sure Kane used the Genesis device to find out everything about you in addition to what Mr. Scott told them. I'm convinced the Genesis device is in that compound. Marion is distressed. How in the world are we going to get back into such a heavily guarded compound? Abe seems pretty confident. Well, first of all, I think we found the back door in, and I'm not sure if they figured out how I got in there or how we got out. That place is a labyrinth of mazes and dead ends. But most of all, I'm pretty sure that between me and Mason, we can hold our own. Marion laughs. It's not you and Mason that I'm worried about. It's you and Shelby. Don't worry about Shelby, Abe says. As you saw in the tunnels, I have some level of influence over who is in control of Johnny. She won't be a problem. Marion responds, well... At least there's that. Johnny Mason chimes in, but we'll need an assortment of weapons and other gear. Abe responds again with confidence. That won't be a problem either. Come on, I'll show you. Abe leads them down into the basement of his home. Johnny Mason is surprised to see a large stockpile of just about every weapon you could imagine. Guns, ammo, knives, grenades, tactical gear, it's all there. They also see a stockpile of cash in just about every denomination for just about every country, as well as food and other supplies. Abe says, when you've been around as long as I have, you tend to accumulate a few things. There's enough down here to live several lifetimes. Johnny Mason seems a little bit more confident now as he inspects one of the weapons. Well, that settles that then. When do we get started? 
Soon, very soon, Abe says. We need to make a few preparations and then we can go. I really recommend you guys get some sleep and I'll let you know when it's time. Later that day, we find Marion and Mason there back in the upstairs room. Marion is trying to process what they've learned. Aliens from another planet called Eden? Body snatching? Are we really going to believe this guy? I really don't see how we have any other choice, Marion. Besides, it kind of makes sense if you think about it. I mean, why are we so different than the animals and the insects? Why do we each have such unique personalities and tendencies right from birth? Yeah, I guess, Marion responds. Mason turns so that his face is face to face with Marion. He puts his hands on her shoulders. Marion, he says... There's a very good chance that we won't be coming back. It truly is a long shot that we're going to be able to transfer the president back into his body. And I am not going to wait to find out if this is all true. The minute I see Kane, I'm going to kill him. Marion doesn't like what she's hearing. If you do, the Secret Service will kill you for sure. It's a suicide mission. Johnny Mason knows. He says, exactly. That's why I don't want you anywhere close to that compound. You need to leave now, Marion, and get as far away from all of this as possible. There's no reason for you to die. You've done all you can do. Let me finish this. Marion starts to shake her head. I'm sorry, Mason. I am not leaving you. Mason senses that Marion is not just talking about the attack on the compound. He takes his hand and touches her cheek. I don't want to leave you either, Marion, he says. But even if we all survive this, this is Johnny's body. My best hope is that I can be transferred into a newborn host, and all of this will be behind me. I won't remember you, Marion. I won't remember any of this. There's nothing we can do to change the final outcome. I don't care, Marion responds. I'm staying with you until the very end, Mason. A tear comes out of one of her eyes and rolls down her cheek. Mason wipes it away. Marion is actually surprised to hear these words coming out of her own mouth. Suddenly she realizes that her feelings for Mason have grown much more than she was even willing to admit to herself. But now that she has fully realized the level of her feelings, she is all in. The two stand there looking at each other for a few moments, each realizing that they are falling in love, but that the circumstances, like everything else, are impossible. Slowly, Mason leans in and begins to kiss Marion. 
Marion has abandoned any reservations about kissing a man who is in another man's body, and she begins to kiss him back. The two are embraced for several minutes, not knowing what the future holds, just cherishing the moment. All of a sudden, Mason jerks away and runs to the corner of the room. Marion asks, what is it? What happened? Gross! Why was your tongue in my mouth? Yuck! Yuck! Shelby's spitting and wiping her hand on her tongue. Yuck! Yuck! That's gross! Next time on Hosts of Eden, these three unlikely companions, Mary and the Doctor, Johnny with his multiple personalities, and Abe, who claims to be an alien from the planet Eden, enter the compound to find the Genesis device. Their hope is to restore the president to his proper host, or body, and Marion and Mason are convinced that they will not survive the day, but are determined to be together as long as they can. Well, I'm going to the beach where I belong. It's Coca-Cola Nights at the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. And Wednesday and Thursday nights after 5. Bring a Coca-Cola can and get... Unlimited rides for just $14.95. Well, the Wednesday and Thursday nights after 5. Unlimited rides for just $14.95. At the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. In the warm California sun. Boardwalk!